good to have uh, the host back there. For both of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Hillary, it's good to see you. <laughs> Man, it's great to be in the house of the Lord. We have, great, we have a great time in Sunday school this morning. I let Chris introduce the, our guest this morning here just a little while. Does anybody have anything before we go into the Lord's Prayer? Get Michaela to tell us what her big honor is. Hey, you got a little praise before. Stand up and tell us about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Friday I went up to UNA and I did a little audition video. The audition was actually yesterday, but the captains videoed me and all that. And then yesterday I got the news, I got a call right before my performance last night at Fortigard that I made the UNA collector. <laughs> Does anybody have anything else? That's great. That's great for goodness. Uh, well, let's uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer. And uh, Sister Maggie, it's so good to see you back. Will you please send a word of prayer for me? I would be honored. Lord Jesus, our hearts are full this morning. Yes. Amen. Thank
good to be here this morning. Great to be in the house this morning. Again, I'm going to give another opportunity if anybody has a word they'd like to bring before Brother Roger comes and brings our devotion this morning. Lord, I know we have a, a prayer request. Any more prayer requests I'd like to mention? I'd like for us to remember the family on Straight Mountain that uh, yeah. that automobile accident up there several days ago. And uh, Brother Sammy Blakely called me, and he used to be the pastor of some of them that were killed in the uh, accident. Yeah, I think Brother Chris, you had two viewers this week. Uh, yeah. I don't remember um, the Childers family. That's my side of the family. Bud Childers that passed this past week. He was mama's age. He was 70 and he was from Pennington and all that. But he was a really sweet guy. Can you re remember our granddaughters when we go into Ecuador and just found out last week that uh, Lisa, her mom, will be going to Uganda in the summer. Uh, their church will be working with a little girl over there who's deaf and they've got her hearing uh, apparatuses and they're going to take them to them. Oh, amen. 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 That's amen. awesome. That's great. That's great. My family's going all over the world. <laughs> 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 but I know who's in charge of that. Amen. We have so much to pray for. So much. Y'all remember uh, Barbara. She's doing a lot better, uh, but she still needs our prayers. And um, uh, of course, Earl and Dorothy in Florida. Uh, uh, Dorothy is doing fine from her surgery, uh, but uh, and the, on the Alzheimer's side, uh, she has the best attitude of anybody I've ever seen. Uh, she don't give her any trouble at all, and um, she's uh, laughing and jolly all the time. And uh, I know that's God in her heart that's shining through. Sure, and I uh, just remember them as well. And my and my immediate family, they all need your prayers. Yes. Yeah. Continue to pray when you pray for Michael as he's uh, as he's traveling too. Right. Yes. yes. Definitely pray for him. We have so much to pray for again, so much to pray for. Well, it I don't know, I don't think you can pray too much, but we have some prayer requests here and and uh, I'm gonna ask Vanessa if you don't mind you pray for me. Heavenly Father, we just praise your name right now for being in your house with our family, Lord. And we're just, just so grateful for this week, Lord, that um, we didn't have uh, some deaths with our storm damage here. And we just praise you for that, Lord, to speak with the ones though, that didn't have damage to their homes. And, Lord, we just pray right now for each one of these that lifts them up to you, Lord. And, and just put them in your hands, Lord. We know that you can heal them if it be your will. And we just pray for the ones that lost loved ones, Lord. Just touch them today. Give them peace. And we just want to really just bless Michael on this trip, Lord. And that he'll, we know he'll receive a blessing going. And we just want you to be with him. Touch him and be, bring him home safely, Lord. And all his group and his family. Just touch them, and we just praise the Lord. We praise you that they want to do that, yes. that they want to go, and and that they look to you, and just 
thank you so much. Lord, just be with us the rest of the service, Lord. Just um, touch our hearts with what you we need today, Lord. And just give Brother Steve what we need to hear and, and just bless him and be with him. All these things I ask you in your name. Amen. 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 Well, Brother Roger, you come and bring our devotion this morning. be back out this morning. Uh, good, to, good to see all y'all and good to have a visitors with us. Uh, if you consider yourself a visitor, we just want you to join right in. If, uh, we're going to put something on your heart to say. We're, we'll accommodate that. That's, that's in order. Um, we had a little bit of a stressful week at our house this week. We, for, for, I, I said for two or three or ten years we've been thinking about rebuilding a room on the back of our house and we finally started that last week and uh, it's bad <laughs> it's uh I, I like the home i like to go home and just everything's just like it's supposed to be and it's not like it's supposed to be right now so uh, y'all pray for me that i'll get through this um, they told me yesterday they're probably 70 to 75 percent through and uh, got all the flooring some flooring and everything down they'll start laying the uh tile planking, whatever the vinyl flooring they're putting down is, and uh, Monday maybe, and uh, maybe be out there by Tuesday, hope. But anyway, it's it's okay. It's going to be good when it's done. It's just a process of walking through it. Uh, before I start, uh, we uh, we donate occasionally to uh, Terry Bell, uh, former co-worker, Bo, friend. Uh, I guess we're working in She's still a co-worker. I guess she's just in a different field now, yeah, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, and we, we give her a little assistance financially every once in a while. And um, she sent us a, um, a little update. And uh, she's talking about how many people that, that they got to uh, present the gospel to last, uh, last trip that they went on. And um, she said in 2022, over 115,000 people uh, heard the gospel with their group that goes out and uh, she's I think getting ready to, to, to go to another uh, trip today 2023 um, projects are going to be in Brazil Romania India and Bangladesh so she asked if we continue to um, support her in prayer and any other way we can so uh, just an update on that since since we had just uh, uh, donated a little to her the last uh, conference night and uh, update on what she's doing and uh, it's uh, uh, she, you know as Bo told us I believe she gave up a, a very good career in the uh, in the poker industry uh, to become a full-time missionary and uh, she works at I believe Olive Garden when she's home uh, between trips to, to try to get enough money to go on another trip and uh, so anyway just keep, keep her in, in mind that um, that uh, God bless her entire group that more people can hear the, the good news that we're so blessed to be able to hear every Sunday, every day of the week if we want to. Uh, there's people in the world that don't hear that. And, uh, and, and she said it's amazing that some of the places, some of the responses that they get of people hearing that the first time. And, uh, you know, there's not many things you can say, that's the first time I've heard that. 
But when it's the greatest thing in the world, it's the first time you've heard it. it it's really, it really could have an impact. So let's keep keep her in mind. And, uh, everybody else that does this kind of work, that's uh, uh, so. I think it's a very honorable thing that they do, and um, it's not easy. It's not easy. Right. Um, Mary, is there anything that anything update on Michael? Uh, <coughs> he just sent me a picture. Um, it's a sunrise over the Sea of Galilee. All right. So he's. Uh, I, I I've not been able to talk to him, but we've been able to text and. And uh, I asked him yesterday how, how it went, and he said there was just too much to even tell you right now. Yeah. So um, he's making notes and uh, having a really good time. I bet, uh, I bet he will have some things to say. Yeah. 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 he will. You, you know, as I go through life, and I do this, uh, y'all may get tired of it, but um, just, just walking through life, the everyday things we face, uh, you know, this is Sunday school. This is how we learn to handle life in general. Uh, we study what the Word has to say about it and, and what wise people have to say about it. And, you know, one of the, um, one of the um, emotions that we feel is anger. And uh, I don't know if Michael does. I've never seen Michael mad. But, uh, <laughs> but that's a little strange to me, but... Uh, anger, and, and, and if you work in public, you see it quite frequently. I would, I would imagine uh, in Chris's job, he probably sees it. And um, people get mad about the strangest things, you know. In, in my work, the price of bird seed seems to anger people. <laughs> and, and when I tell them that it went up from $14 last year to $19 this year or two years ago, probably was diesel fuel, and they don't understand what diesel fuel has to do with bird seed. But anyway, people just have a problem with anger sometimes. And uh, I do pretty well, except when I'm in my car by myself and somebody cuts me off or something, I can get pretty mad pretty quick. But uh, I've got a, a dash cam, and I've tried to use that to control myself a little bit more. Uh, one time I played back my comments to a car, and. I, I mean, they weren't, they weren't bad, but I was, I had a real bad tone in my voice, let's put it that way. So I got thinking about anger, and um, I've got this little book that I study every once while I go through. It's called the, the Bible Promise Book, and um, it's just got subjects listed here uh, in, the, in the, the heading of like anger, uh, belief, charity, children, uh, you know, faithfulness and faith and stuff. And, and the anger, I, I got reading on these anger uh, things, and all through the scripture, uh, from the Old Testament into the New Testament, there's scriptures concerning anger, uh, from God's anger or to our anger. I'm just going to read a few of these verses, and, and uh, we'll we'll turn turn service over then. But uh, I got several. I'm not so I'm not going to ask y'all to turn with them, but. Um, in Psalms 145a, it says, The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and of great mercy. And then in uh, Nehemiah, uh, 9, chapter 17th verse, it says, But thou art a God ready to pardon, gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness. And then in Psalms 30, verse 5, it says, For his anger endureth but a moment, and his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. And in James, over in the New Testament, 
Wherefore, my beloved brother, brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. And I like that. Um, swift to hear. Listen. Slow to speak. A lot of times if we will fire off something, our first initial thought of something might not be what I thought would be ten seconds later. Uh, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Be not hasty. Uh, in thy spirit to be angry, for anger resteth in the bosom of fools. And that's from Ecclesiastes 7, verse 9. And Proverbs 14, verse 17, He that is soon angry deals foolishly, and a man of wicked devices is hated. The things that we do in our initial response sometimes is foolish if we don't think about it. Let it uh, you know, let our judgment um, kind of proofread what our thoughts are before we say it. And the last one I'm going to read is, He that is slow to anger is better than, a might, than the mighty, and he that ruleth his spirit than he that taketh the city. So that tells me there's power in being um, in control of ourselves. If, if, if Proverbs 16.32 says, He that is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he that ruleth his spirit than he that taketh the city. So... You know, if we think about these things that, um, you know, the, 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 the everyday comments and everyday um, feelings that we have, if we'll let, um, if we'll just let our, our, our heart overrule our mind sometimes and, and, and just, you know, I said before, if you send a text, always read it and think about it before you hit the send button. Because once you hit the send button, it's gone. Once you say something in anger, it's out there. We can't pull it back. Sure. So let, let's keep that in mind and, and try to, uh, uh, as, as we go through life, uh, deal with that in our own way and, and also recognize that people that may not have what we have may not have that buffer and, and maybe give them a little bit of uh, slack on that and, and not be so quick to judge them too. Anyone else got anything uh, you'd like to say before we take our classes? If not, at this time we will uh, we'll take our classes. Well, good morning. Good morning. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Uh, words of Psalmist David, and then that—that's uh, my feeling this morning because I'm glad to be in the house of the Lord. Yes. As we talked about, and I listened to what others had to say this morning, we learned that, of course, that Michael is in Israel, that Roger and Elaine has grandchildren that's going to be traveling around the world. Uh, the young lady that uh, was mentioned and is going to be with us, I think, yeah, in a few uh, days. Terry's going to be here Terry? on the uh, 16th of April. So I, I, my mind went to Mark chapter 16, where Jesus gave us our job after he left. When he met with the 11, he said for us to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And those that believed and baptized would be saved. 
And so uh, that's our mission. Uh, Brother Sam, whom some of y'all met, that was my pastor for years, he all, always said, our mission is the Great Commission. That's right. And that is, isn't that true? And I feel like that we are trying to, to meet that uh, responsibility and great blessing that we have. Now, I could talk for a long time, but I don't want to use up another minute. When you experience something good, isn't it your natural reaction to want to share that with people you love? That's when you experience something good. Well, I experienced something good in my office a few weeks ago, and my first thought was, wow, I'd like to share this with my church family. And so I just kind of took that away, and I said the first time that uh, Brother Michael needs me to fill in, then I'm going to have an opportunity to share. I want to introduce you to a gentleman whose name is Hip, just like your hip, spelled H-I-E-P, Ma, M-A. And so if my name had been a little shorter, I'd learn how to spell it a lot quicker, uh, Hip, than I did. <laughs> but uh, I, I was always glad that I, my last name was not Kretschmeyer or something that I would have never learned to spell. I might have learned to spell Ma. Hip is, um, I don't want to tell much of his story. I want him to come tell it to you. But I want him to come and share with us in this Sunday school time about his life. And, of course, Hip is an Asian-American. He's worked right here in Oneonta in the Oneonta Industrial Park for our, our Iron Works for over 27 years. But we had an opportunity, and we got him now. He's working for us camp. And uh, we welcome Hip and his wife Alice. We're so glad that you're here. Hip, come on. And uh, I'm going to refrain from saying a lot of things I'm just busting to say, but I, I want to share this time with you. Bless you. You can sit there. Would you want to come here? Okay. All right. Take that right there. Thank you. First, I'm going to say my name's Hip. I come from the ship. I'm really honored to be here, speak to my Lord and Savior. Amen. I'm the type of person not really good in speaker. I don't speak too well. And I'm real emotional when I'm talking about the Lord. I don't know why, but it's I am. But uh, <sighs> I, when I left Vietnam, when the war was going on, and I come to the United States, I traveled 12 days in the ocean, 132 people in the boat, and five boat from here to the door, five boat from here to the wall, that why, 132 people. So I Stay in the island for six months. United Nations interview. Make sure who you are. To make sure you're not a communist. To make sure your father, grandfather, mother, who they are, like they're supposed to be. So I got a name. I got a form. I have come to United States in Birmingham, Alabama. 
I left the Vietnam when I was 16. When I come over here, I was 17, and I didn't owe enough. So I had to say, I'm 18 so I can get a job. Long story short, when I come to this country in 1978, first time I've been here, somebody say, I got an airplane from Malaysia flows to England, and the England would change the airplane, go to Washington, D.C., and then we go to Atlanta and come to Alabama at night. And that time I didn't know how to speak English. Only thing I learned, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, I'm hungry. <laughs> um, that's how I learned. So come to the country, I will feel like I can be alive. I'm not worried about bomb, missile, bullets, because we have to travel a different place to, to stay away from fighting the army, that kind of thing. So I would feel have a life to live, no worry. But when I get here, I by myself. I don't have no parents, no family, nobody, nothing. I'm pretty rough. Learn how to speak the language. Try to get a job. Because people ask you, have you have any experience? I said, you ain't got no job yet. How you get experience? <laughs> <laughs> but thing in life, so I have to learn everything on my own, learn how to speak, learn how to talk. I'm not really high education, but through the year, live and learn is a rough time, but when I get to come to Alabama, I would told myself I will stay here, live here, and learn the culture and learn the language. That's my new life. I'm pretty happy, you know, to have a freedom. But through the year, Got a job, you know, work up and down, get married, got a daughter, about a year old. My wife left me. I think I'm going to go way down and pop them ground. You know, I thought life was better, but not. So I lost my job. And one of the guys recommended me work part-time for Breakview and Gory Construction. And the man hired me for part-time just for a few weeks, just clean up stuff. After I worked for a couple of weeks, 
And we got finished the job. He asked me, do I like to work full time? I said, yes, sir. Work about uh, six months, and we moved to uh, St. Vincent Hospital, work up there, and meet this gentleman. He's a foreman, and I always just work around with him. So one day, we work at the boss man's house. We sit outside and eat lunch. He asked me, nobody ever asked before. I know a lot of people ask me, do you like to go to church? And I always scared to go to church. Because I know deep down inside myself, I'm not a good person. It's not like I mean I keep nobody nothing. But where I come from, you have to learn how to survive. Because wherever to keep you stay alive, you do whatever you can. I just say that. So I feel like, you know, I'm not a good person. I'm not scared to go to church because I figure everybody the church is a good people. So uh, I didn't go. That's from my thought. I got two ladies come to the house want to study the Bible. I said, yes. So they come in the house, and where, where we come from, if people come to your house, we always often they refresh, you know, drinking, and I often they drinking tea. They look at each other, they say they don't drink tea. You know, at that time I'm not really speak English pretty, you know, well. I still slowly trying to translate to speak, you know. So they say tea have caffeine, so that's why they don't believe drinking tea. And I talk my own language. In my mind, I'm a tea harlot. I'm drinking hot tea, cold tea, unsweet tea, sweet tea. What's wrong with tea? So, to me, I know I'm dumb, but that don't make sense. So I didn't, I didn't think that's a good, you know, because I know I believe in God. I believe in heaven, I believe in hell, and I believe it's one God. Just one. But why so many church have different names? Why many church believe different things? You can't do this, you can't eat this, you can't drink this, you can't wear this, you can't do nothing. And I believe in God. He don't see what you wear or what you're doing. He see what is in your heart. Amen. Amen. Is you truly or not? So, long story short, that guy's name Mike. He asked me, Hip, have you ever been saved? And this kind of slowed me down. 
And I have to think, what is Satan mean? So I think for a little minute, I say, yeah, I think so. He say, well, can you tell me how you get saved? I say, I traveled 12 days in the ocean, and the ocean was so big, somebody got to save me. He said, well, what you say in all fleshly lie, if something happened, you know, if your car got flat tire and somebody stopped and fixed your tire and you think God sent your angel, fix your tire. But that's what we're thinking. But have you ever been saved by the Word of God, by the Spirit of the Word of God? I said, no. So he opened his lunch box. He got a King James Bible. And I didn't see the Bible before in my life. He said, well, can you read? I said, on the short word I can, but not on the long one. Before he said anything, he said, hip. It's not because you do the bad thing, you go to hell. It's not because you do the good thing, have the lady go across the street, you go to heaven. They won't work either. You don't, got, you don't gain no God favor by doing things to go to heaven. You don't. He said, only way you go to hell, you reject the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen, so he said, he opened the Bible, A Roman, I'm going to read the verb because I don't like to say it. I won't read what the Bible said. In the book of Romans 1, I think, 1, Romans 2.10, I'm sorry, my bad. Okay. Roman 3, 10. At its rent, there is none righteous, no, not one. There is none that is understand. There is none that seek after God. So when I, when he read the one, say, there is none righteous, no, not one. And I feel like something just hit me right here. Amen. I realize because I never see the word of God before. And I know myself I'm not a good person. But the word of God say none one does good, no, not one. So I feel like something hit me. You know, so he reads another verse, a teaching two a.
for by grace are you saved through faith, and thou not of work, not of uh, not of work yourself. It is the gift of God. Amen. When he said the gift of God, I asked him, "You mean God give?" He said, "Yeah, He give it to you." I said, "Where I come from, ain't nobody give. We have to do anything to get it. Ain't nothing to give." I said, "You mean God give me the gift?" He said, "Yeah." He said, "God give not of work." Let any mention both. And he read another chapter. First Quentin. Let's see. I think. No, that's, I think, hold on, let me try. No. I couldn't find out thing. I can't believe that. First Quentin, first Quentin 15. Okay, I'm sorry. First Corinthians 15, chapter 15. More brethren, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preach unto you, which also ye have received and where you are stand, which by also you are saved if you keep in memory what I preach unto you unless you have believed in vain. For I delete unto you first or of all that which I also receive, how that Christ died for our sin. Concorder to the scripture and that he was buried and that rose again in third day according to scripture. What he say when Christ at Calvary, he died for all your sin. Right. He died for your past, present, and future. Right. He paid everything for your sin. All you need to do, believe, accept, and trust what the Lord do at Calvary the blood was shared and God he died and rose in third day for your justification God will shew you all he said just three verbs after that we go back to work I come home and uh, you know the normal thing, e, you know. But that night I can't go sleep. For some reason I keep staying up, staying up, and I know it's almost daylight. The time I go to work, 
I couldn't sleep. So I finally, I get down, get out of the bed, get out on my knee. I say, God, someone told me the good news. Your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, die on the cross, pay for all my sin. I accept and I believe, trust what he did, my Lord and Savior. I ask God, I need one more favor. I say, if you can help me understand one word at a time, that's what I ask. Because I don't hardly know how to read, I never been to school. Everything I learned my own. If you see the Bible, they have a color. That's why I know the five. What's good, what is bad. So I can read out. So, go to work next day. He asked me, Hip, what do you think I told you yesterday? I said, Mike, I trust the Lord last night. Amen. All he says is amen. Exactly. I didn't know what church he go to. I didn't know what his background is. But it didn't matter. You know? I feel good about it. You know, now I know about God. Amen. Because before I tried to search in God, then they don't make sense to me. Everybody tried to prevent to me what God. I feel good about I feel I have a lie. I feel the freedom come the country. But I feel a lie in heaven. Amen. Well, so after that, I didn't know anything where he go to church, but we worked together, and he said he got to go to Bible study in Birmingham, and he lived in Blount County. I live in Center Point. And I heard he said go to Bible study, and I like to learn some by the Bible, you know, learn some more. And he said, uh, uh, Thank you, sir. I'm sorry. I'm wishing we're not talking about the Lord. And uh, and I say, can I go? He say, sure. And somehow, don't don't on me. This can be a devil. How are you gonna go to Bible study when you know you can't read? How are you gonna go to Bible study? The people been studied. Oh, this year. So kind of like, I don't think it's a good thing, uh, you know. 
So kind of put a dial on my mind. But I go anyway. So we go Bible study. The man, he from Pensacola, he drove to Birmingham. He took Bible class Monday night, one out, and drove back home. And he do that in 1965. It's just a small group, different people over time come to have Bible study. So I come Bible study, and I sit in that man with preaching. But I didn't understand a word what he say. I didn't understand nothing. He turned one chapter to another. Once in a while, I catch one word, and I keep. And go through the year, I keep another word, I keep another word, and I keep. So learn a little bit more, know the truth by the word of God. Because the word of God is spiritual, it's in truth. If you won't worship God, you have to worship God in truth by the word of God. To know the truth, then you know yourself who you are. You are a sinner. You saved by grace. Amen. You saved what Christ did for you. God saved you. What he sinned did for you. It's not, not what you do. You be a sinner, so it didn't matter. Yeah, I say people, you should not do that. That's, that's a good thing. You should not do that. You should not go there. You should not drink there. You should quit do what you are. You can quit what you are, but you can't quit. You are a sinner. You can't quit that. The way to sin is that. Sure. Somebody got to die. The Lord Jesus Christ he died for you. Amen. It's the only way. Away. The, the Bible says between God and men, the men Christ Jesus is the one to give you a life. Yes. No other way, no other realm. God loves you. He should not love you. He will prove to you to give his own beloved son. Can you do that for your own son? Think about it. The truth is, it's no other way. We sin, but because we sin by Adam, we not sin because we sin. We sin what Adam brought to us. But God loves us. But God is righteous. You are sinner. How you can communicate? How you God accept you? That's why he had to find a way to show you so you can be accepted through the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And I say, I don't know the whole lot. I don't know a lot of things. I know just a short five words. Christ died for all your sin. Right. He died for me. Sure. That's why I show emotion. I'm not worthy nothing. I'm just a, no good for nothing. 
But God loved me. So he proved to me. He fixed everything he gave it to us. All we need to do, accept and trust the Lord. And God will save you. Amen. So I just want to make it short. I'm thankful. I honor to come here. Give the testimony to my glory. The Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you. Amen. God bless you. Amen. God bless Well, does anybody want your money back? <laughs> our brother uh, Jeff Todd, who's the manager of our Palisade Park, uh, had an opportunity to hire someone, and uh, we had worked a long time to get it added into the county budget, and and um, he said. Chris, I've really got somebody I want to hire to help at the park and to take care of our covered bridges. And I said, well, Jeff, that's your hire to make. He said, well, I want you, I don't want to do that till you've met him. So he came to my office and we talked a while. And uh, during that conversation, we were talking about work. But Brother Steve, his spirit, bear with me. And we got through, and I said, Hip, let's forget about work. We're not talking about work. This is just about me and you. And I said, are you a Christian? And he proceeded to share with me this glorious testimony. And it blessed my heart. So, so I want it to be shared with you, my church family. Amen. Amen. We're so glad that you came. Yes, we are. You bless my heart. Okay, we'll take our break and enter into our worship service. And then, <laughs> thank you, man. Amen. Amen.